0: Good afternoon, good evening Hopefully everybody is doing great I definitely can tell you I am End up, you know, it's getting close to New Year's uh, Hopefully we all getting ready to have a great year And we're about to go ahead and get this episode uh, started So, you know how we do I gotta give my weekly shout-outs. And I'm definitely about to get into that right now So without further ado, let me give those out first up definitely got to give one to my a1 uh britney she's definitely been rocking with me i say for probably the longest uh chuma shout out to you as well i think i got that name completely right now chuma but definitely let me know if i don't uh jennifer out there uh sophie where you at sophie what's going on And my new A1 member this week is definitely uh, Fatima. Welcome, welcome, welcome. Uh, Shout out to all of you. Uh, I know I got so many A1s that I have to limit it to about five people a week. Because, you know, it definitely be hard for me to try to give a shout out to all of you all. But much appreciated, much appreciated to my A1s. Let's get into the show. Today's topic discussion is going to be around habits to do on a regular in order to grow your wealth. So people often talk about wanting to be in a great space financially, you know, yet, you know, of course, as you all know, too often, most people that do aren't doing anything on a regular to make that a reality. Thus, in today's episode, I'll discuss some habits that can lead to wealth, especially if done consistently. So before I get into the habits, let me first say health is wealth, number one. So since wealth is useless without health to have so we can enjoy it, so definitely important to make time to exercise on the regular, you know, along with going to the doctor, you know, yearly to get blood work done to make sure you're actually in good health and not just relying on how you feel. Plus, you know, if there is something wrong when you're going to the doctor on the regular You know, it's always best to catch it early than late to try and correct it. Message. (laughs) All right, so let's get things started on those habits that can definitely lead to wealth. Uh, The number one thing I'm going to start off with, find out things people you inspire to be uh, that already has wealth, did or does on a regular, you know, that got them where they're currently at in life. You know, if you're not able to reach out directly and speak to the person, which most of us not, you know, we're just going to be honest, you know, find podcasts, interviews or a book that was written by the person or people or for that matter. If it's multiple people, you know, that you look at and, and you know, look at them in inspiration if they already at a place that you want to be at, you know, I can use my, uh, myself, for example. I want to be a millionaire, but, you know, I didn't know what a millionaire is. So I could just call up or see in person what I want. <laughs> so, you know, also close people I grew up around, you know, they got, they got and you know, have my best interests at heart, but following their blueprint isn't going to get me there since we all, you know, only know what we know, you know, they mean well, but they only know what they know. And that goes for me as well. So I started reading books uh, daily for at least 10 to 15 minutes, I would say, of millionaires I had respect for and felt, you know, that they often uh, said insightful things during interviews I heard them in. I want to say I started this back in like 2018, I want to say. Yeah, probably 2018, 2019, you know. But mainly, you know, I wanted, you know, thought it was important to get in the mindset of a millionaire. You know, if you want to be a millionaire, you got to be first got to be thinking like a millionaire, which is way different, by the way, from a person that's not. It is a different type of mindset. I found out how many people I've read countless people, books and all. And, you know, they all definitely got a different mindset of, you know, just the normal person that I probably was interacting with at the time. So two key traits I found from every millionaire book I read before that they all shared having a positive mindset and staying focused on the goal instead of getting distracted by the obstacles that would be, you know, in the way of reaching that goal or whatever goals you're trying to reach. Also, nothing worth having is going to come easy. And I often say if it was easy, everybody would be doing it. So, you know, don't be looking to get rich quick overnight either. It can happen, but, you know, don't be looking for it to happen if it's anything really worth, you know, having for a long time. Number two, uh, key habit I feel that's important, uh, you know, for to have that long-term, you know, reach that long-term wealth. Live below your means. And let me explain. So, you got to have money to make more money, right? <laughs> so, however, if all of just about all of your money gone after paying your monthly bills or you have blown it all before you get your next paycheck, you got to reevaluate some You know, let me give some examples. You know, instead of getting that, you know, maybe you want to get that luxury car, that S-Class Benz, you know. But in order to still have a good amount of money to play with each month, you might need to get that C-Class Benz instead, you know. And Or decide to just get you a car to get you from point A to point B. You know, it might not, if that's the, if you know that's the only way that I'm going to have money to put up every month to, uh have some money still after I pay all my bills and stuff to kind of play around with, I probably don't need to get that, uh, beans, you know, uh, similar where you stay, you know, you might need to downgrade. And when I say downgrade, Hey, you might have a place, I mean, depending on what location you stay at, uh, you know, uh, you might be having a place, Okay, it's nice and everything, but, you know, you might need to let me, you know what, instead of me getting this place, let me get the place that maybe $500, you know, uh, you know, less, you know, it's little stuff like that, you know, and if you can't afford to downgrade anymore, you might be like, look, I'm barely making it as I'm currently at where I'm at. So if that's the case, then you might need to look into moving in with a family member or a friend to stack your paper you know, that's like I said, you just dare to try to stack your paper. And so you can end up, put yourself in a better position. And last, if you're not able to do any of the things right now, well, when you get that income tax check, oh yeah, we're going to get that income tax check. If you, if you're struggling that bad, the income tax check should be a come up. Oh, I know. <laughs> so once you get that check, You know, instead of blowing it on things like you know some new Jordans or some, or you know some irrelevant stuff that you know you let's be honest, a lot of us gonna blow it on when we do get it. You know, instead of me buying the new Jordans, let me invest that money possibly in some uh, a Nike stocks or some, or put that money up. Let me just hold it for a rainy day. And speaking of investments, let me get into that because that's actually is gonna be my next habit that I would say leads to wealth. You gotta invest your money. You're not gonna get, you're not gonna reach wealth by having one source of income. It just, you know, that that ain't gonna happen. Anybody who has reached a great, who has reached wealth, trust me, they got more than one source of income living in today's time, you know. And that one source of income, you know, just leaving your money in a savings account You know, you all ever paid attention to that savings account? where you get that at the end of the year when it's that 0.0008%. I'm just making something up. But it's definitely a lot of 0.00s where it's basically you you didn't make any money. That's where I'm kind of getting to there. So you don't want to have your money just sitting there. You know, plus with inflation through the years, it's been proven that you actually – You're going to lose money by just leaving it in the bank. Oh, if you left your money in the bank for about 10 or 15 years or whatever, you're really losing money. So, thus, I recommend to put money in blue chip stocks every other month, even if you can't do it uh, every month or whatever. To Definitely put it, try to every other month or use most of that income tax money to do so then. And don't touch it for at least 5 to 10 years. I know that some some people that might sound crazy, they might be like, oh, I got an emergency going to happen and I got to go in it. And up. No, like I said, if you're trying to, emergency might do happen. But if you're really trying to get that wealth, you need to just not touch that money if you can and let it be in there for five to 10 years and let your money continue to compound. And compound, And when I say compound, compound interest is you investing uh, let's just say 5000 the first year, not touching it for at least five years, and that 5000 potentially turning into 10000 That 10000 the second year, okay, going to maybe turn into 20000 the next year. And that $20,000 going to turn into 40000 potentially the next year. By the fifth year, it potentially can be 80000 The more you invest, you increase the chance of that number being even bigger on your return. You know, the stock, now I will say this, the stock market, you know, usually reset every eight to 10 years. And when I say usually reset every eight to 10 years, uh, where the price of stocks, you know, going to go down. The good news is it started the last time we're currently, I would say they got a bull. They got something called a bull and a bull market and everything. We're currently, um. The bull market is scheduled to happen again in 2024 because, you know, the market and everything reset. I want to say about it had to be 2020 or 2021. So that reset, like I said, when the reset happened, we normally be in a bull market for about eight to 10 years after that reset. And like I said, 2024 is scheduled to be the next time it's set to return where we're going to be at one. So definitely, this is a good time to go ahead. It's always a good time to me, but this is definitely an even great time, I should say, to be making sure that you got some money that you're investing in. And some of those blue chip stocks uh, that I know even myself I'm investing in, this isn't a secret for anybody. Amazon, Microsoft, Google, Apple, and Eli Lilly. These are stocks that end up, they've been around for years and they still uh, projected uh, uh, for multiple Experts to have huge growth In the next 10 to 15 Years while you want to have these stocks And in regards to Eli Lilly That one just in case some people Are not familiar with it I I will say for myself I know it's related to healthcare It's kind of one of the big ones In the healthcare field As far as insulin they kind of I think uh, pretty much make Insulin those type of different things And if you know like I know uh people health in today's time especially in the u.s yeah uh, unfortunately a lot of us uh health is not something that we uh, do a good job of taking care of ourselves but that's the company that end up uh definitely uh is over that so that's a good investment and like i said this ain't coming just from me i get how i always do anything i do my own homework and gonna research and invest and read up on different things, and then I rely on experts as well to hear they take. And based on my own research and from experts, those uh, five stocks that I know I just uh, told you about today, yeah, those definitely are great investments for the next five to ten years. You don't want you want to you definitely want to have those. The next thing, uh, far as habits for you know creating that wealth. Um, get to a place where you got your money working for you. And I'm sure someone is listening and wondering what I mean by that. So I got a Pacific stock account just for me to have all or most of the money already when I get ready to get a new car. And that money is compounding interest, you know, yearly, you know, as I had just told you all about good. That's a good example of me, you know, letting my money work for me. So once, and I'm one of those people, I like to spend my new money More than my old money, so I I, whenever I get ready to get a new car, usually gonna be about every eight to ten years. I just go ahead at that point. I already got most of the money, if uh, if not all the money for the car. So end up, I already got that, and then of course I'm just using my new money and the old money just there more so. You know, if God forbid, if I needed it. A good example a couple years ago when I lost, uh, I was out of my job. End up, I lost my job. This is an honest truth. Unless I told somebody I lost my job, nobody even would have known. Cause end up with the money that I got invested in stocks and those things, I it wasn't no issue for me. I was in a good space financially, you know, until I did went ahead and got a new job. So definitely, like I said, you want to be investing and have your money in those places. Also, I plan to use and leverage the money I got invested in a separate account to start to buy a portfolio of suburb homes to rent out and have a passive income coming in forever after that, you know, besides my goal is to become a millionaire and buy and rent out uh, my first three homes, within then the next three to eight years. And hopefully Lord willing, you know, buy a new one every two years after that. But this is an example where I'm going to have my money working for me. So even when I get ready to get, even when I get ready to go and buy the homes that I plan to buy, okay, that's all I need even though I'm going to have the money to buy them straight cash uh, with that I plan to have, I'm not planning on, I'm just planning on putting enough down to get the down payment pay- paid. Once I get the down payment paid and I own the home, I'm planning on getting someone in at that point in time to rent out the house to me. So, end up again, have my most of my money still in stocks and just having my money work for me and making me money yearly. So that's the mindset you got to have. And even on smaller things, like a good example, uh, if you like clothes like I do, a uh, good example, I got a Macy's uh, credit card that I use for discounts. And let me explain, I already got my money, so the money that they're offering as far as on that card, I don't need their money. I already got that money for myself, but I I'll, I'll use the Macy's card just for a discount. So it's because I know I'm going to pay it off before it's going to be due. So let's just say they got a sale where it's 30%. Let's just say they got 30% off. And then if you got a Macy's card, it's an extra 30% off. So end up, because I got the Macy's card, I'll charge, uh, use the Macy's card, end up, get 60% off. And then once I use that Macy's card and get the 60% off, because I got the money already, I can go ahead and pay it off the next day. So I got the discount because they're banking. They're giving the discount because they really looking for most people they know is not going to have the money already and they get you on the interest. However, in my case, I'm just utilizing, you know, it to get what I want. Uh, even Even with flights that I take, again, using your money to leveraging your money, you know, where you got working for you uh, flights that I take, I get to the point, I got a, uh, I got an American and, um, I got a American airlines. I've got what it called mastercard for American airlines, where I utilize it stuff that I normally going to buy anyhow daily. I'll just use it, especially if I'm getting ready to, uh, purchase a flight. Well, again, I'll use it, purchase a flight with it. And up I get flight miles or wherever I'm going, uh, utilizing that card, and then I go ahead and pay it. And it had been time because I'm utilizing and I'm gaining flight miles from it. I'm ended up. It had been times where I took trips that I didn't even uh, sometimes I don't even have to pay for the trip. I just use my flight miles. It makes sense for me to just use the flight miles that I accumulated over time. So these are just some of the examples. Even I got an Apple card. Uh, It's 2%, I think, on purchases. And I know somebody probably like 2%. That's nothing. But again, That's better than, hey, I'm going to be spending the money anyhow. So if I'm going to get 2% on purchases, I'm like, why not? So this is where just some examples of, you know, being able to definitely have your money working for you, which I think you got to have. So hopefully – this was valuable to some people today. I know it definitely is to me as uh, far as in following these uh, rules and things. But, you know, let me know your thoughts if you agree, slightly agree, slightly disagree, or just totally disagree. So it's that time. Story time with A.D. So growing up, I had a mom that was going to multiple churches every Sunday. And, I mean, my mom was in her prime then. So when I say my mom was in her prime, she was going, we were going to go to the first church where she was going to sing. My mom got a beautiful voice. And we was going to go to the first church where she'll sing. Once she sings, we, out, we, we up out of there. We at the second church. She'll sing at the second church. We leave there, and end up we'll go to finally the third church for the day. And now, and you think my mom just singing, we up out of there? Nah, cause the last church we gonna stay to the end of service for that one. So you know, I just got basically tired out. My mom just wore me out with just church, 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 church uh, on Sundays. She was in her prime, like I said. So she was hitting up three churches a day. So for some reason, I can't remember why, but my church didn't have Sunday school, but. One church in my town did, and they basically had all the kids in the neighborhood going there because, you know, they were picking us up on a, I mean, it was a 15-passenger church van. And sometimes I remember they would do multiple trips where if they couldn't get all the kids on one van, they'll just come back and get some more. They'll come back and get some more. So this was a win-win for me when my mom started letting me go to this church because, of course, Sometimes they only had church service once a month and plus they just they just so happened they had uh, Sunday school every day. But I'll take Sunday school uh hours, Sunday school service uh over just being at church all day. So even if that's how that that's how that got about. Well, they had a children's choir at this church that I was a part of, even though I didn't know at the time I couldn't sing. So I remember this very well since the holiday season. It came about that in up, I thought I should be doing a solo. So I went to the choir director and I never forget. I went to her and I said, Can I, I'd like to sing uh do a solo. And she told me, Oh, well, let me hear you sing. And I broke out with Silent Night. Holy night. Oh okay, I okay, I'm gonna leave it at debt. I'm not gonna you know torment you all anymore, <laughs> but let's just say her words were, well, um, hold that thought. Let me go and take care of something real quick and get back with you. Uh I'm 39 years old and I'm still waiting on her to get back with me by then. <laughs> but i'm thankful though i was a kid you know you can't you got to be gentle with kids you got you don't want to crush their confidence but in this case i wish somebody had crushed my confidence then because i needed to know i couldn't sing (laughs) let's get into the quote of the week being broke and hungry are wonderful motivators if being broke doesn't motivate you to get up and try to get a job and have money in your pocket, even if it's just enough to last you until the next paycheck, you know, being hungry and your stomach growling and not knowing where you, your next meal going to come from, oh, yeah, that would definitely, certainly should get you motivated. This is where I feel tough love is important. Especially with some people we love who aren't really motivated, and look for some you know someone else to bail them out always alive. life because it's human nature. If there are consequences, you know, and those consequences, I mean, by being broken, hungry behind your actions, most people are going to make a necessarily change, you know, to do what they need to do so they are not broken, hungry. You know, a good example, someone grown not want you know someone who's grown not wanting to work but live with a loved one, well. If you're gonna, if I know I'm gonna give, um, I know I ain't gotta worry about dinner. This person's gonna give me something to eat all the time. I ain't gotta worry about that. And I ain't gotta worry about where having a roof over my head. I know for me, that's not enough for me. I like to have the finer things in life. But some people are just not motivated. And, and it's so crazy. I see it often, especially, I'm just gonna use an example in my family. I know some family members where they'll be complaining, oh, this person don't want to work or whatever. Well, yeah, they don't want to work, but yet at the same time, your feet, you're making sure that they're having three meals a day. You're making sure you're giving them a roof over their head. So what are they motivation? If anything, you're actually crippling, crippling the person. You know, end up giving that tough love. End up, you know, tell them they either go work or they got to get out. Trust me, they'll figure it out. They'll get it together. It's tight but it's right <laughs> closing remarks uh hopefully everybody has a safe and happy new year you know and uh hopefully all your goals for this year come true I'm definitely hoping mine does you know and in regards to uh, TV shows I know I'm a big uh, power uh, fan, power raising Canaan fan uh, on stars. Uh if you haven't watched this week's episode yet, definitely get out there to do so. I ain't gonna spoil it for you, but uh yeah, it was definitely something uh I wasn't expecting that happened. Uh my crimson tide, uh, we play uh actually tomorrow. So I'm excited about that. You know, I'm gonna give you all the uh rundown of that next week. And if you one of my A1s, uh we get one free 30-minute session every month starting in January. Just a reminder. Also, only my A-1s would be eligible for the monthly cash prize starting next month as well. You know, I got to have some perks out there for the A-1s. Also, if you're anybody that we talk on a regular, even if it's just once a week, just to say hi, you're an official A-1 member. You're an official A-1 member, just FYI. Our cash prize will be back to $50 for next month and not $200. That was a special holiday giveaway. It will be back to $50 next month. Uh, Be sure to go to my link tree, subscribe to my mailing list so you can be alerted. A new podcast I put out. Um, Thanks, as always, you know, to everyone that leave monthly donations. I know you all don't have to do that. I'm definitely very, very grateful for that. Uh, Be sure to sign up for a 30-minute session, one-on-one appointment with me again or for the first time if needed as well, available through my Linktree site. Uh, Thanks to all my current new listeners. You know, you could be anywhere in the world doing anything else, but you chose to be listening to me. Have a great and blessed uh, week, everyone. Uh, Happy New Year once again, and Roll Tide Roll.